All right, everybody, it's podcast time right here with LOL with Kim Gravel. Zach, it's going to be a good one today. I don't know if, are you ready for this one today? I think I'm ready for this one. What, why shouldn't I be ready, Kim? I'm a little concerned. Now I'm feeling less ready. Well, this is like full on chick, girls, dreams, weddings, bridesmaids, all the great things that men do not get about like what it's like to be a bride. I feel like I get it, sort of. I mean, what? <laughs> right? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I had a wedding. It was great. I loved my wedding. Well, I know, and it's. Can I just say, weddings are big business. They're stressful. Mm-hmm. They're expensive. They can, you know, really cause a lot of like emotional heartache. <laughs> So our next guest is really going to show us how to prevent all that and be helpful in that situation. Can I just, can I just ask you first, wait, I I need to know, can you give us a little glimpse of like, what was your wedding to Travis like? Can you paint us a picture? Uh, Well, it was very cheap because you know, he's the cheapest man in the free world. Okay. We had a small wedding in, in a very intimate log cabin type thing here. Everybody that was important to us was there and Travis actually enjoyed every because you know I'm not sentimental, so for me I was just like let's let's get it done. What we got to do to get it done? You know I'm type A, and he's more like let's just experience the love affair of this wedding. You know, <laughs> and so we actually had a blast. It was a fun wedding. Everybody was there, but he showed up late to every single event we had. Um, he was like 45 minutes late to the rehearsal. I thought, Lord, is this man gonna dump me right here at the altar? Oh my gosh, our guest is, she is shaking her head aggressively with her yeah. mouth open. He did. He was late to the wedding. The wedding How, started like 30 minutes. I feel like this, Travis seems really like an on time, like he's a numbers guy, right? Yeah, but I don't know. I think he was trying to do a mind trick on me or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. It didn't work though. But we've been married, what, over 20 years? <laughs> didn't work. 20 years and two kids later, you know, he's still running late. So I, th- I guess it's just a, you know, a character flaw. <laughs> Can I actually tell you, so we had like a wedding, like a, almost a wedding nightmare story that ended up being fine. Uh-huh. So we got married in Northern California. So my wife's from like the Yosemite Valley area. Yeah. And that year, Yosemite was having like a huge forest fire. We got married in August. Oh my gosh. And there was a huge fire, like one of the biggest ever. And that morning, it, there was smoke. We had an w- outdoor wedding, out, you know, California, summer. It was like 105 degrees. Outdoor wedding. And there was smoke everywhere. And then the wind shifted. And by like 11 o'clock, it was all gone. And it was just like the most beautiful day. And it was perfect. And even the temperature dropped a little. Like it was, it was gorgeous. But it was really scary for a minute. It was like, well, that means you're going to have a good marriage. A lot of problems at the wedding means a good, mm-hmm. healthy marriage. There you go. I'm just telling you, our next guest knows exactly the wedding biz. That's the that's the business she's in. Let's welcome in Jen Glantz. How are you, girl? Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to talk about all things weddings, both the good and the not so good too. Well, I got to tell you, just looking at you right here via Zoom, you are just, you look gorgeous. You like a glowing bride yourself. Are you married? Thank you. You know, my husband and I also, we got married on a street corner in the pandemic because Uh we just couldn't. 
we couldn't take it any longer. So we canceled our 300 person wedding and we got married outside the coffee shop. We met everyone watched over zoom. It was so anticlimactic after it happened. I was like, what is marriage? Like, what is this? You know, that means it's going to be a healthy marriage. Let me give you a proper introduction. If you don't mind, everybody, this is Jen Glantz. She is a best-selling author of three books. I love these always a bridesmaid for hire. All my friends are engaged. And finally, the bride. You're the world's first company where you can hire your bridesmaids. Yes. You're a coach, a podcaster. Girl, you have got to dive in. What, What do you mean you can hire a bridesmaid? You can literally pay me to come to your wedding, pretend to know you from the fourth grade, wear the bridesmaid dress, walk down the aisle, give the maid of honor speech, dance with your drunk uncles, and then once the wedding ends, never see me again. <laughs> that basically kind of sounds like a bridesmaid there. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a bridesmaid anyway, you know? <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, like the thing is, I started this because all my friends got engaged. I was always a bridesmaid. And then like distant friends would ask me to be a bridesmaid. And I got the idea, if I can do this for distant friends, why not do this for strangers? So in the past seven years, I've honestly worked hundreds of weddings for people I don't know. Okay. So, okay, Jen, you've, let me just, let me get some of the logistics out of the way here with this. So people call you up or hit your website or hit your, and they hire you to be their bridesmaid friend. Now who pays for the bridesmaid dress? Because that is the, I don't know if you know this Zach, but everybody, that's the most troublesome thing. Like, Oh God, I buy this dress going to be $300. Who buys the dress? Okay, they buy the dress, but that also means they pick it out. So Kim, if you could imagine some of these styles that I've had to wear over the years, and I don't really have that much of a say in it. So yeah, they spend the money on it, of course, but I have to wear it. And my closet in Brooklyn, New York is like filled with these dresses. (laughs) Do you remember that movie? What was that movie, Jen? 27, 27 dresses. (laughs) Can I I just pause for a second? I actually worked on that movie. I worked on that. Did you really, Zach? Mm -hmm. I was, I was early in my career. I was an art assistant. I would just help wrap all the props. So we would go to like the church after the shoot and there'd be like 80 bouquets of flowers and we would put it all in a truck. That was my job on 27 dresses. (laughs) I love that. movie. You must've learned a lot though. You must've learned a lot about bridesmaid life and wedding life just through that, that movie. Well, okay. Maybe. <laughs> you know, Jen, I know how you started this bridesmaid business, but tell me, is it profitable? Is it how much are you hired to be a BFF? Okay, before the pandemic, I was working two to three weddings a weekend, flying all over the country for people that I didn't know. Yeah, and like, I know people hear this idea and they're like, this is fun, I bet no one wants it. But the truth is so many people need this service. And before I started this, there was nobody else in the wedding industry who offered this service. But why do you think people need the service? Like, explain to us like the logic behind it. Because most people are like, I've got to have my third cousins once removed from my daddy's side. You know, like, what is... What is the what is the draw for hiring your bridesmaids? I think there's two main things. Number one is, believe it or not, a lot of people don't have any friends. I know that sounds like crazy. No, no, no. no. I get that, Jen. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people who, like, grow apart from their friends or they don't really have any close friends. They don't have eight or nine girlfriends. They have one good one or, you know, two or three at best. Exactly. So, like, I have those people. And then I have people who are like, I have eight bridesmaids, but they are a hot mess. They are a disaster. (laughs) They're going to ruin this celebration. We need a professional to go undercover to come in this bridal party and literally save the day. And 
The other thing I didn't mention that I think you're going to love is that when they hire me, nobody else knows I'm hired. So they lie to the brides, the bridesmaids. They lie to the person they're getting married to. They lie to their family members. I am undercover and nobody else knows. Okay. Do you ever have a backstory? Like, do you and the bride get to, oh my gosh, tell me some of your backstories. Because <laughs> to me, that's the most important thing. And how, how does that happen? Like, what are those conversations like? I always have a backstory. Sometimes they pick it. Sometimes we pick it together. But the key is it's a story that nobody at the wedding would be able to debunk. So, you know, if I'm going to be your friend from high school, then nobody from the wedding should be at your high school. So things like that. I mean, I've been a friend from grad school, but the problem was the person getting married was like 45 and I was 23. So so being a friend from grad school was just like, didn't fit the persona. I've been like a friend from yoga class, a friend from travel abroad, a friend from all different things in the world. I often have a fake name so that people can't find me after the wedding. And sometimes I change the hair color temporarily, whatever. Jen, I'm obsessed with you. I have got so many ideas and plans for you. We need to connect after this podcast. <laughs> um, okay. So how did this come to pass? Like, how did you say, okay, I'm going to do this? Was it Craigslist, Craigslist involved? How did that? That's scary. Just saying that's scary. You know, like I was a poetry major in college. I had no business experience. And I got this idea and I was like, okay, what do you do with an idea? You put it on Craigslist. My mom was having a heart attack. I have like a Southern mom. She was like, what are you doing? And it worked. I put the idea on Craigslist. I got 300 people in a weekend who emailed me to hire me. I built the website. I designed the packages and I booked my first wedding for a bride named Ashley in Maple Grove, Minnesota. And that's how it began. I love it. How much does it cost? Are you, are you a cheap bridesmaid or are you, are you uh, a high level, high dollar? You know, it depends because sometimes they want me on the bachelorette party or the bridal shower. So everything's extra, but I'd say starting point is around 2,500 and then it goes up from there. 2,500 and it goes up from there. Is that a lot or a little? I can't tell. (laughs) I don't know know if you think that's, some people are like, you're crazy. It should be more. Some people are like, that's a lot. I don't know. know. That's a good question. You asked me. I I think it is. I'm just shocked that, but but this is how I'm seeing it, Jen. I'm saying it's a lot, but I think it's worth every penny. I will tell you why. If you are wrangling any kind of people at this bridal party, and if you are setting the vibe and the tone, and you are an organizer of sorts, it would be worth every penny. Are you like the modern day wedding planner? So I always say like, I don't actually plan the wedding. I'm not going to pick out your florals or organize your centerpieces. I am the people person. So I'm the one when the groom goes missing. I'm the one when you're having like a mental breakdown. I'm the one when the bridesmaid loses the dress. I'm the one when you spill Diet Coke on your dress. Like I'm the people problem solver. I'm the on-call therapist. So I do all of that kind of stuff. And like, truthfully, your friends are great people, but sometimes they don't know how to solve those problems. And that's why I'm so valuable, I think, to a lot of people. Oh yeah. I, I'm, I'm wondering, can you do this in parenting too? Like, can we hire a second parent? I don't know sister, anything sister. about, can parenting? we hire a sister wife? You know what I'm saying? Like Zach, I'm, I'm just, I'm just thinking out of the box here. I think you can branch out in many different, different areas. Okay. People have approached you about doing a reality show. I think this is a great reality show idea. And actually I want to talk to you about that after our podcast. I, I got somebody I, I want you to fully, meet. I mean, I fully agree with you because I think it's stranger than fiction, this job. And like the cool part is every single wedding is so different. Like some of the things I've seen, like, I didn't know. Go, go, go start. Okay, start. Number one, 
I didn't, I personally didn't know that cold feet was a real thing. So that's number one. I have worked so many weddings where like five minutes before they back out and I Shut have to deal up. Oh yeah. And nobody talks about this. Like it's, it's a plot of a movie, but truthfully, cold feet is completely real. Okay. That's tell me one what, thing. you have one wow. story that you can share about cold feet? I know Zach, right? This is spilling the tea. That's wild. Yeah. I, yeah. that. That's kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I worked a wedding in Staten Island, New York, and five minutes before the wedding, the bride grabs my arm, pulls me in a room, locks the door, and says, Jen, I hate the groom. I don't want to do this. <gasps> and what? Okay. All right. So bridesmaid to the rescue. What happened? I, was, I mean, look, I, I'm a professional bridesmaid, but I'm not qualified for any of this. I mean, I'm not never- a counselor. Right. I had never experienced this before. So I was like, my body went numb. And in my head, my job is not to get you married. My job is to support you. So I said to her, look, I'll call us an Uber. We'll leave. We'll get pizza. It's all good. But before we do a runaway bride, you and the groom need to have a conversation. So I locked them in the room together. They talked it out. They decided to go through with the wedding, but they didn't sign the marriage license. They pretty much had like a fake type of wedding. But I see that a lot. I've been hired to end engagements. I've been hired to get people out of relationships. So that's like one big lesson learned. Another huge lesson is like some people don't get married for love. I know that's bizarre, Mm -hmm. but some people, and here's the thing. I don't judge that at all. I just thought before this job that everyone had fairy tale love, but some people get married for other reasons, whether it's financial reasons, child support, because they're, they just don't want to be alone anymore. And they confess that to me because I have no stake in their life. So I hear a lot of things like that too, that were shocking. And I think like, you know, a third major thing I've learned on the job is that weddings are not the best moment of people's lives. They're the most intense and people fall apart. And some people don't know how to handle those emotions and nobody in their life wants to deal with it. So we're always taught like, oh, your wedding is like Disney World. It's the best. But truthfully, (laughs) for a lot of people, it's like the scariest moment of their life. All right. This is Zach. I'm telling you, this is a brilliant business. I honestly want to say to you, Jen, bravo. Thank you. I would never think that people would do. Okay. Do you think this business too, this bridesmaid for hire is really relevant? Okay. In this day and time with social media and the appearances of things that are so important. Yeah. I think it's even more relevant because people are going the extra mile to make their wedding look and feel a certain way. And they're feeling all different types of pressures. And a lot of people reach out to me because they not only don't have anyone in their life to help them with wedding stuff, but they don't have that support system. They don't have that vent system where they can just call someone and offload all their problems. I, I said this since day one, and this might be shocking, but I don't like weddings. I never liked weddings. I never planned a wedding of my own. I do this job because I love people and I love complicated situations. And that's what weddings are. You're a good crisis manager. (laughs) Yes. So I think people come to me because they're like, I feel so much pressure. I don't, I don't know. Like no one's being honest with me about this wedding situation. I mean, everything you read about wedding and wedding planning is like, so like, it's tough because it's one size fits all. And I think we live in a day and age where people are stepping out of that and there's no one to support that. God, sad. I totally agree. I think that is so cool. And what a new way to do it. Okay, so so you go on your website and, and you just offer all these services. What is the, the craziest service you have ever offered a bride and groom or a bride? 
So I think, you know, some of the craziest services is this behind the scenes bridesmaid, but just in a different setting. I mean, I've worked some like bizarre weddings where I, I feel sometimes like I'm getting catfished. Here's the problem with this job is like sometimes people hire me and I can't necessarily like verify their identity. And I show up in a state in the middle of nowhere and I like meet the couple for the first time as their bridesmaid. So I remember a couple of years ago, I worked for uh, a gay couple from Australia who were getting married in Times Square and they wouldn't, they wouldn't video chat with me. They wouldn't show me their social media. And I remember just standing there waiting to meet them thinking like, I'm going to get catfished. I like stood next to a New York city police officer. And finally, when they came out of the subway, they were legit. It was amazing. But that happens a lot where I get off an airplane and I don't know who I'm meeting. And that is scary. I, I'm irresponsible with that, but that happens so often. Uh, well, wow. and, you know, that's now as, as your big sister or possibly could be your mother, please be careful. I love recommending ZocDoc because they have solved an actual problem we all face. I'm just, t- tell me, tell me if you have ever had this experience like I have. You need to find a new doctor or a specialist, but you have no idea where to look. So you just start asking around, hoping that your Aunt Sally's guy is as good as she thinks. ZocDoc solves that problem, y'all. It's a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book your appointment with them online. I use it and it's so easy. All you got to do is go to ZocDoc.com slash Kim or download their free app and check it out for yourself. ZocDoc will show you top rated patient reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for the ones that take your insurance. And I'm telling you, we all know that is a struggle. Who takes your insurance and where's a good doctor? ZocDoc has it all there for you. They have doctors located near you and treat basically any condition you're searching for. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between, you know, just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. And you can even get same day appointments. So what are you waiting for? I use ZocDoc and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Kim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Kim, ZocDoc.com slash Kim, and take all the hassle of finding good doctors who take your insurance in a flash. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen. And they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box 
plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. LOL. What is your favorite part about your job and your business? And what is the part that you wish would change a little? I think the hardest part of the job is the fact that once the wedding is over, so is the relationship. Like a lot of people Mm. think this is like a hire a friend and then you never see them. But the truth is like, I genuinely do become friends with these people. I learn everything about their life. I know their most intimate details and secrets. I love people. So I form this weird love for them. But then once the wedding ends, I get back on an airplane and I disappear. I can't maintain the friendship anymore. So that's the hard part is that you fall in love and then you walk away. And I think the best part of this job is the chance to meet people and experience weddings all over the country. Like before this job, I had never been to different types of cultural weddings and weddings in different cities. And it's opened my eyes to so much, to new traditions, to different people. And that's sort of really cool is because a lot of these people who hire me probably wouldn't be friends with them in the real life. Like if we, if we pass each other on the street, but because of this job, I've made all these friends. You're learning, you're growing, and, and they are as well. It's bringing you together in, in the most amazing way, you know, on a, on a very special day, hopefully for most. So you're going to branch out, though. You're starting to look for other professional bridesmaids to work in your company. What do you require? So any girl out there listening is saying, you know what? I can be a professional bridesmaid. I want to do this. I want to get a hold of Jen, and I want to work in her company. What do you look for? In a pro- what makes a great professional bridesmaid? It's not what you think because it's not somebody who loves weddings or has been a bridesmaid a bunch because that's that's great, but it's not necessary. I think, number one, it's your ability to relate to all different types of personalities. Like if you have someone screaming at you, how are you going to deal with that? If you have someone crying, how are you going to deal with that? So number one, being able to deal with personalities. Number two, being able to solve problems on the spot. So like crisis management, like, can you do that? If I gave you a wedding dress and spilt ketchup and Diet Coke on it, like, how would you deal with that in the moment? And number three, some sort of humor and personality, because a lot of times you're breaking the ice, you're dealing with nerves, you're dealing with emotions, and you have to sort of be the person who breaks that feeling. So that's what I'd really say. Like, I think the best pre-qualification for this job is a person who's done customer service or who has worked with people in difficult situations. That's what would make them super great. Well, and you know what? This reminds me of that whole, like, you know, matchmaker type thing. You know, we, we pay for a service to meet people in a world where you can meet people. To Same thing with the bridesmaid. You're paying for a service. Yes. Um, in an experience, really. And don't you think you should? I mean, anyone who's ever been a bridesmaid before gets it because they're like, okay, it costs a ton of money. It's a ton of time. I have to do all these things I don't really want to do. Like your friends are awesome human beings, but they're not always equipped to be the best bridesmaids. Oh, does that mean like that when you're there, the other bridesmaids like have a better time? Yeah, because I'm the one who's doing all of the dirty work and they can go to the open bar while I'm the one taking the bride to the bathroom in her 50 pound dress. And I'm the one dealing with the screaming mother of the bride. And yeah, I think a lot of times the people who are the real friends can go off and live their best life while I have to deal with the blood, sweat and tears. (laughs) Literally, literally. (laughs) Zach, this is brilliant. I don't know what to say, except Jen, you are on the cusp of something that is going to really revolutionize the wedding industry. What are your plans? No, I'm serious, girl. I'm dead dog serious. Do you have competition now? 
Not really. You know, like a lot of people hear this idea and they're like, oh, I wish I had done that or start that. So we've actually had a hundred thousand people apply to work for us, which is like crazy. Okay, Jen, you are now hold up, y'all. That's insane. You have had a hundred thousand people say they want to be professional bridesmaids. Yes. And I can't hire all of them. So I get a lot of emails from very angry people, but I don't have enough weddings for that. But I do want to empower people, you know, like when I first started this idea, everyone called me crazy. Every single body was like, this is crazy. She is crazy. But the truth is most people have a crazy idea in them, but they're so scared to start it. So if anything, like all these people reaching out to me, yeah, they want to work this job, but they also want to do something cool with their life. So I want to just empower them to be like, Hey, what, what do you want to do? That's a little crazy. Just go, go do it. And don't worry about who's judging you on the back end. Cause they're always going to judge you. Well, and this is great. I think you do need a TV show. Zach, we need to, I've got an idea. So I'll, I'll, Let's I'll do camera it. We'll yeah. talk about it. I think, it's yes. a great, I think it could be a great TV show. And that's what we talked about too, Jen, when we talked on the phone initially about mm-hmm. TV shows and stuff. So of course I told Kim, I think this could be a good thing for men. And like, that doesn't seem obvious, but I think men have so much trouble in those moments supporting each other. And I also think that men have a lot of trouble making really close male friends, especially later in life. It's so hard, right? Oh my God, you are completely onto something and men don't always admit it so clearly. They don't always ask for it so much as maybe a female would, but you're right. I mean, this is a tough time for a guy as well. And people think like, oh, you're a groomsman. You just go party in Vegas, but there's a lot more to it. There's a lot more to marriage. There's a lot more to this wedding celebration. So you're spot on with that. Well, and it seems like you're in a tight spot. You're kind of that sounding board, that counselor. And you have kind of also launched a podcast from this business. Tell us about the podcast. Yeah, I launched a podcast called You're Not Getting Any Younger, which just helps people disrupt their life and do interesting things. Because again, like I was a poetry major. I meant I'm supposed to do nothing with my life according to (laughs) a degree from college, you know? So I had no business experience, no background in any of this. I've done it all myself. I've never hired anyone to help me with this business. And a lot of what I've done, I want to help teach other people to do something that they want to do too. So I try to empower people with that. And after I got married, which was like last year at this point, I realized there's another whole issue with marriage, which is that no one really teaches you like what happens after you get married. So a lot of the education I'm trying to put out there now is about the first years of marriage because there's so many challenges and changes that happen that nobody prepares you for or talks about. So that's sort of been like what's next for me personally and also for part of Bridesmaid for Hire is just helping people out with being a newlywed. Let me ask you something. How... What gave you the courage? I love your podcast. You're getting, I love that title and I love what you're doing on it. What gave you that courage to step out and do that crazy idea and, and, and walk through it so it became, you know, a real business? What made you do that? I don't know why, but I have this sense of urgency inside of me that mm. is both a blessing and a curse that life is going to end. Like whenever it ends, I don't it's, know. It's going right? fast. It's going it's fast. It's going fast. And I yeah. have this urgency to not think too much about the things that I do. So if I have an idea, I just do it or I try it or I just put it out it. there. Yeah. And I just, I live with this intense 
urgency and it's a blessing and a curse because I can't relax. I can't chill out. I'm like, go, go, go. But I just feel this urgency that I don't want to regret my life. I don't want to waste my life. And I certainly don't want to question the things that I find cool or interesting just because other people think they're weird. How, how, How do you like being an entrepreneur? How do you like being a business owner and being in business for yourself? It's tough. I, you know, I was doing bridesmaid for hire while working full time and I got laid off from my job after a year of doing both. And after I got laid off, I said, I never want to go back and work for somebody else. So six years later, it's a hustle. It's a true hustle. Nobody brings you income. Nobody pays your bills. You have to really work. And I think that's, that's great. And that's for a certain kind of person like I am, but it's tough. It's really, really tough. I mean, I work, my husband also has like a little bit of an entrepreneurial gene in him and he loves that spirit. So it's great to have a partner who supports that and cares about that, but it is definitely lonely at times. You have to be your own decision maker. So there's a definitely a downside to it, but I couldn't go back to a a job. I'm like, I'm unhirable at this point because (laughs) I just like, I have so many (laughs) opinions. (laughs) I just, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) No, it's great. But but again, for a lot of guys, and and I'm not excluding you, Zach, but a lot of guys don't understand the pressure women feel about the wedding. There's so much pressure to look good, to have your guests have a good time. But Jen, what would you say to those brides and even grooms out there listening um, or even mothers of the brides, grandmothers of the brides, all people involved in the wedding, what would you say the most important thing during that time is? I think it's important to forget what anyone has told you about a wedding. You know, we're taught to have all these traditions and these timelines, but the thing is, like, you don't actually need any of that to get married. And this was sort of shocking for me. Marriage is simply signing on the dotted line of a legal document. That is literally all you need to be married. Everything else is extra. So add in only what you want. If you don't want to wear white, wear gold, wear pink, wear black. If you don't want to walk down an aisle, don't. If you don't want to have a steak and chicken dinner because you like other kind of food, do that. I remember like when I tried to get married before the pandemic, all I wanted was pizza. And every single caterer was like, you can't have pizza. That's so like, that's so not, you know, informal. It's like horrible. And I was like, wait a second, that's what I want. I don't want Mm. the steak and the fish. So if you're getting married, everyone's going to try to tell you what not to do. And I think you need to really decide what you care about and what you want. I love it. I love it. And I, I, I absolutely, I could talk to you for five or six episodes because I'm sure you've got story after story. Before we close out here, I want you to give me one story, your favorite heartwarming story where being a bridesmaid for hire made a difference in that wedding. Well, I'd say this is partially heartwarming and partially gross, but I think it has a oh, good right. You got to have both. They go hand in hand. <laughs> I was working a wedding for a couple who got married in Las Vegas. They had a surprise party. They invited all their friends there for like a bachelorette party. And then they ended up getting married. And it was in a field outside of Las Vegas. Oh, and it was beautiful. It was like gorgeous sunset, animals roaming in the free. And right before the bride walked down the aisle, I noticed that there was animal droppings all down the aisle. And if she was going to walk down it, her dress was going to become disgusting and black. So right before the wedding started, it was my job to figure that situation out. And I was clearing the aisle with my bare hands, pushing animal droppings away Dunk. just so she could walk down the aisle. And she, this was probably four years ago, at least twice a year, she still messages me to be like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cause you know, these dresses are like $5,000 and 
I saved the day with that. So that was just a beautiful story in my mind of like why I was so valuable to this wonderful person. So basically when you hire Jen as your bridesmaid, she will really deal with all of your Yeah, literally, literally nothing is off limits and I will deal with it all. And I just had to say it because that's exactly what it was. <laughs> you are Zach, so I, mean, I don't know it, what to Kim, say other than that. Kim, that's how you end it right there, baby. That's how you end it right there, except I'm going to hop in with one of my... Zach Attack. All right. So, Jen, a Zach Attack is a segment that Kim has no pre-knowledge of. Kim has no <laughs> idea what I'm going to do. I don't know how you're going to top Jen's last story, though. Yeah, I'm not sure how either. Honestly, like, I'm looking at my Zach Attack, and I'm just like, wow, Jen's life is... Way more wild than any of this stuff. But I love it. Hey, here we are. So this is like, we like to play little games with our guests, Jen. What I want to do with you, I spent a little bit of time just Googling wedding disasters. And what I would love to know from you and from Kim, of course, what do you do in these different scenarios? So I have a few hypotheticals for you. All right. And we want to know what the expert says about these hypotheticals. Okay. I can't wait. So what do you do if the best man never shows up and he's got all the rings? Ooh. So these are things that have actually happened to people, too. I mean, according to the Internet. So, you know. This happens. That's actually very common. I, so I carry a survival kit with me. It's a fanny pack. And I have fake rings from Amazon because this happens all the time. But if you didn't have fake rings on you, I would grab a ring from someone in the audience, like a guest, and just use that. You have fake rings from Amazon? Yes. People forget the rings like you wouldn't imagine. And there's not time to go run back and get it. So that's like one of the items I carry on me. Oh, my oh. gosh. That is so brilliant. Mm -hmm. This is amazing. Okay. Okay. I'm learning so much. Okay. So here's the thing. I'm like looking up what I think are like worst case scenarios. And Jen's just like, that happens all the time. Yeah, I got yeah, it covered. Nothing to it. Okay. I got it. Yeah, whatever. Got and I love that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. All I right. carry a fake diamond ring on me at all times. <laughs> I carry fake wedding bands on me. I love Cause, it. Because yeah, okay, if you think ahead. about it, it's like, it doesn't, no one can really see the ring that well. It's like far away. Like it's but just, look, you just need a ring. You know, Zach, you and I are in production. We, you know, we've done yeah. TV. You know, Jen, you've done this a long time. But you have to think about it. Like some of these people, they've never been. I mean, it, that's like their stage. These guys right. and these gals have never been performers, so to speak. And that time is, you know, you're you're on stage. You're in front of people. You're speaking. You're talking. You're, you know, in the spotlight. They're uncomfortable with that. So I get it. Oh, yeah. And then because they're so uncomfortable, that's how everything goes wrong. That's how they forget the rings. That's how they trip down the aisle. Right. People have passed out up there, like, you know, just like fainted. That, <laughs> that kind of stuff honestly happens because you're so right. This for some people, this is like the biggest spotlight moment of their life. Yeah, I love it. All right. Zach. Yeah, that's great. So you took that. away my thunder, Jen, because my next question <laughs> is, what do you do when the groom is so nervous he vomits at the altar? Because I saw a video of that and it wasn't pretty. Yeah, I mean, that, that I've never had vomit, but I have had people passing out. And that's the kind of thing where, you know, the show doesn't go on. You have to temporarily <laughs> pause it for a second. And, you know, like, I think the thing is, like, you just, you, you deal with what you can. So I would temporarily remove the groom, make sure he's okay, clean up the aisle and let the show go on eventually. But those things happen. I've had fainting bridesmaids. I've had fainting parents, fainting grooms and brides. You know, you do a time. Okay. Can I say something? Can I say something? I have to ask you, were you, were you a bridesmaid for hire when everybody started dancing down the aisles? Cause I thought that was the coolest thing. Look at you. Yes. 
I'm rolling my eyes because I have to like learn all that stuff. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I should charge extra for that. You know, it's like, oh my god, yeah, you know, oh yeah. Eyes, you know, like, yes, I've had. Yes. I'm not like a professional dancer either. I mean, these are all things that I have to like really invest time in. But yes, yes. That's fantastic. Okay, what do you do when someone spills red wine all over the bride? Mm. (sighs) Yeah, I mean, there's not much you can do with red wine. In my survival kit, I have things that can get out like stains and things like that. But, you know, a big stain like that, you got to just keep going with it. It's going to happen. Like, here's the thing. A lot of people don't realize that their dresses are going to get destroyed. So think about that. Your dress is going to get destroyed. The bottom of it is going to be black by the end of the wedding. And if someone spills something on you, you know, you got to go with it. Maybe you have like a backup dress or something in the back that you're going to change in later and you do that. But that stuff definitely happens. And that's the other thing is like people who think their wedding is going to be perfect and nothing's going to go wrong. Things are going to go wrong that you can't, you can't always fix. So if you get red wine all over your dress, you own it, you rock it, you make it the coolest thing in the world. And then you pay your photographer to Photoshop it after the wedding ends. Mm, Bam. Okay. The mic. Yeah. Photoshop. I love everything. Okay. Yes. I have two more for you. Okay. So Jen, does this happen in real life that the ceremony is going on and then the ex-boyfriend shows up, interrupts the wedding, tries to convince the bride to go through with it? Is that something that happens in the movies or does that happen in real life? So I've had... I've had people not interrupt a ceremony, but come to the wedding uninvited or show up and cause a scene. Like I had a wedding once where right before it started, the bride noticed that his ex-girlfriend walked in and that started like a whole chaotic fight. So it wasn't like she said, I object, but the bride saw her walk in. So that happens where like there's often there is often people who show up at the wedding who were not invited. And, you know, in those situations, it either causes some sort of friction between the couple. You, I usually have to remove the people. Sometimes people warn me ahead of time, like, hey, Aunt Sally's not invited, but she's likely going to show up. So look for her at the valet and get her to go back home. So, you know, those things do happen. If someone's going to object in your wedding, you know, probably you're going to just probably have someone kick them out and then still go on with it. But those things could happen. It totally could happen. Should you be stressed about it happening? No. But if it does happen, just sort of realize like there's obviously something going on in this relationship and whether or not you want to deal with it then or the next day, it's something to think about. Oh my gosh. You know what, Zach? People that deal with this stuff on the next day have not, have no clue of what marriage is going to be because I'm telling you. Amen to that. You know. It's a marathon. Some people need to object at their own wedding. It's like, I object. I'm not marrying you. God bless. There you go. Oh my God, Kim. Okay. Last one. Last one. I love it. (laughs) Okay. I have some, I'm going to share my screen for this one. Okay. So give me a, give me a quick second. What would you do in this situation, Jen? And, and I'll share this, uh, gif in the show notes and on our website. So check out our website, lblkim.com to, Take a look at this gif. I'm afraid, Zach. I know, me too. The wedding party's all on a dock. They're going to take a beautiful oh, photo. God bless And America. then this happens. Oh. What do you do when the dock breaks and the whole wedding party falls in the water? What would you guys do? I should throw this back to you. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say what I would do is I would just, it's every man for a woman for himself at that point. I mean, you know, swim to shore, baby. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it really is. At that point, honey, you just, God bless. We're getting there the best way we can. Yeah. That I is agree. just. Yeah. It's got to go on. Or get a bunch of boats and have a water wedding. Yeah. There you go. Strap on some floaties. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, but like these things, not like that happens, but rain, storms, people getting soaking wet. I mean, the last wedding I just worked, I had to blow dry the bride's dress for 45 minutes because it was soaking wet from being outside. Like, you know, these things sort of just happen and you just have to decide what you're going to do about it in the moment. You know, like if everyone fell into the ocean or the, or the lake, what are you going to do? Zach, I think she's wor- worth a lot more than $2,500. Uh, you're telling me. I think she'd be great in production, honestly. If you want a job as like a production manager or, you know. You know, it's crazy. Like I, I thrive in chaos. So I bring the calm because I love chaos. And if I'm in a calm situation, I bring the chaos. And that's what I think makes me good at this job is like I enter these chaotic situations and I'm like, okay, what are we going to do? Like we have to just keep on going. So I think that's like a big superpower of this job is just being able to thrive in chaos and not letting yes. it trip you up. Well, and that's also being a multitasking woman too. So bravo yeah. business, babe. Yes. Amen. Bravo. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we close out every episode, Jen, with rapid fire questions. So I don't want you to think about it. Okay. I just want you the first thing that comes to your mind. What makes the best bride? Somebody who just goes with the flow. Oh, I like that. What does every good bridesmaid need in her bag? A charger, a phone charger. Phone charger, right? Boom. Yes. Right? Wow. Yes. You're a hero, yes. Yes. What is the most memorable thing you've ever seen at a wedding? I would say speeches by parents because they open up in a way that maybe naturally they don't every other day. Oh, that's wonderful. What are the upcoming trends to look for in weddings? Smaller gatherings, people doing not traditional things, so not really white dresses, people having different types of food, whether food trucks or specialty type of caterers, and people going less on the flowers and doing other types of centerpieces that have more personality. Wow. Okay, everybody, there you go. There's your list. Okay, who is the most important, mother of the bride or mother of the groom? Mother of the bride. Why? Because I'm going to be the mother of the groom because I have two boys. So, oh, I guess I'll be backseating it. I just think the mother of the bride has more emotion in the wedding because it's almost like a second wedding for them and it's their daughter. So oftentimes the mother of the bride is the one who causes more problems or has more like opinions. The mother of the groom is usually super chill, go with the flow, shows up, does the thing. (laughs) They're the fun one. It's the mother of the bride. Well, absolutely. I'm the mother of the groom for sure. I'm the absolute fun one. What is the best uh, book you've read lately? Oh my God. I just read a book called Skip the Line and it's it's by James Altucher and it's all about just getting ahead in life without having experience. So you don't need degrees. You don't need years of experience. It's about just getting ahead. Can I just say, Jen, isn't that the truth? I mean, I'm all for higher education. Let me, don't get me wrong. And my kids are going to college. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I don't want my kids to listen to this and go, well, mom said that stuff in front. Uh uh. (laughs) You're going to school crazy. But there's just something about, I think it's after the pandemic. I totally agree with you. There is so many different ways to learn. Yeah. There's so many different things to do in this world. Like, look at you, you're a professional bridesmaid. It's amazing. Okay. What is your favorite food? Pizza. Me too. I'm starving too, and I'm on no carbs. I hate oh. it. Who's your celebrity crush? Jake Gyllenhaal. He's a cutie, right? I have loved him forever. Yes, I don't know why, but yeah. What's your favorite old school TV show? Probably. I know this is sort of sad and relevant, but Full House. I really I love know, that. right? Oh. That's not. It's so uh, yeah. 
It's so good. I mean, and I love the reboot too. What's your favorite TV show right now? Oh my God, The Sopranos. I think it is the most beautiful show I've ever seen. I know. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's so well written and like the feeling. It's not Yellowstone? I haven't seen Yellowstone. <laughs> oh, Kim's so obsessed with Yellowstone, Jen. Dude. You just got to no, let okay, Kim. Okay, Jen. Jen. That's next. That's next. Zach and Jen. All I'm going to say is real. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. I'm on so it. Look, watch. I'm in like a homeland kick. I just oh. I got to get through that. All right. Okay. We'll get yes. through it, babe, because you're missing Yellowstone, people. It made me want to go buy a ranch in Montana. Okay. Last question. What is your favorite thing about what you do? Getting to connect with people and strangers. I often like strangers more than my own friends, and I can feel like I can open up to them and they open up to me. I love being the bearer of secrets, and I just know so many secrets about people, and I'll hold on to them forever. Oh, you'll take it to the grave. Till the grave. Yep. All right, Jen, will you come back? I would love to. This was so much fun. I really appreciate you guys having me on. It's just, this was a blast. Okay. Listen, and also, can you make sure you do everything you can to get your message and get this on the small screen? I am. So you've got to, babe. I'm trying to. I'm trying. Well, maybe Zach and I can help because we have some experience of that, but we're doing it. We're doing it because it's We're so doing compelling. It. Jen, and you're amazing. A, Thank you. You are. And you're such a, um, well, we'll talk later. <laughs> Call Thank me. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are the best. I really appreciate it. Kim. 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 Gravel. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you overworked, underpaid, exhausted, but love your kids so much and want to be the best mama for them? How about the best version of you? You deserve that. I'm Gianna Demedio-Simon. And I'm Casey McDonnell-Hosmer, and we are moms who absolutely love our new roles in life. But man, were we not prepared for some of the fine print in the job description. We want a connection with our children and our partner that doesn't come at the cost of the relationships with our own selves. We're helping you mother up every Monday on your favorite podcast player. Also, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at motheruppod. Just want to thank Jen for being on the show. Y'all go follow her everywhere on her social media. Professional bridesmaid, amazing, strong boss, babe. Absolutely love her. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Um, you can also write on Spotify. We love you. and We thank you so much for all your support and keep listening. And remember, live out loud, love out loud and laugh out loud. Love y'all. Bye. LOL with Kim Gravel is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Theme music by Taco Pella. Head to lolkim.com for more information and to join our mailing list. Thanks for listening.